Ladies and gentlemen and all those in between and outside of those constructs, welcome to another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table and chop it up. I'm your co-host Marvin, aka Young Saint, aka Mr. Flexo and Alexo, about to make your best hoe my next hoe. The type of nigga you thought you could step over, your girl tastes better in the morning like a slice of pizza. I ain't never had a problem with leftovers. Told your girl to take off that dress, she looked back at me and said, boy, you a mess. Might just send her a flight. Nigga, I might just send her tonight. Out here trying to be somebody's son to somebody's daughter. Mr. Unproblematic, but I'm still a problem. Ready to turn sundress season into undress season. God, sundress season's almost over, Jesus. <sighs> that man beyond, Charles Flex Xavier, Captain African America. We don't aim to please, we aim for the head. Remember, it costs zero dollars to cut you off, and I love free shit. Draft day coming, young Kobe in his prime. I'd rather you waste my money than to ever waste my time. The latest CDC recommendation is a dose of me because, baby, we've been inside for far too long for me to be outside of you. And the man to the right of me can only be... A known traveler, pre-checked and passport on deck, as well as up at 48 and touchdown at 51. I take off with my amigos, but I'm flying solo on this one. Mr. One-Way on the Runway. Captain 30,000, I'm getting these sky miles in. I touch both coasts from South Beach to Venice. At cruising altitude, I'm miles above you. But let me start playing. It's time to check in. Check my ID. I say I be who I say I be. Who else but me? The F and F and D is Frank. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it up, sir. Let's chop it up. Ah, man. Man, um, it's been a crazy week, but... Man, the week started off good, though. How, how was your week, though? My week was all right. Um, crazy, busy, but crazy in a good way. Not crazy like I couldn't find my bearings or anything like that, but it, it's, it's been... It was a good one. Yeah, it was, it was a good week. Not like last week. Last week kind of... Last week was a long week that kind of flew by, if that makes sense, but this week right. was cool. That's what's up. Started out the week good. Baby Faye was christened this past Sunday. Yes. Yes, she was. Yes. Hey, I didn't get an invite, but, you know, fuck y'all. Um, yes, <laughs> I cool. didn't even have a comeback for that one. I didn't even have a comeback for that one. I didn't even see that coming, to be honest with you. But I, I deserved it. I earned it. It's all it was good. a little It's a little quiet. Look. You know, sometimes you got a, a little body blow or something low. Apparently, because apparently you invited everybody under the sun, expecting them not to show up. But then they did. Everybody but me, though. That's all I'm saying. They hopped in my car to tell me about it. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> Damn, man, you have a knack for making me feel like a really bad friend. Maybe I am a bad friend. And I'm just, I'm just not realizing it. That's probably nah, what it is. I'm a bad friend and I'm just not realizing it. Nah, man, you ain't a bad friend, man. I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you. But nah, man, it was a... Uh, we started out the week pretty good. I mean, me and Frank are very busy people. Uh, everybody who's listening, we are very busy people. Um, so even when we can link up, like it's it's like super cool. And this this last recent link up, uh, as you guys know, this past Sunday, football season started. Yeah, so we had a friend who who brought all of us back together. Like I mean, I have not been with that entire group of friends in at least three years. I mean, COVID's made it even worse, but man, it's been a while. We have another group of friends who who started a catering business. Shout out to Ralph for bringing it up, for bringing all of us together. Shout out to Ralph. 
And then uh, shout out to Alan and Gerardo for catering, Barbecuban. Please look them up and check them out. Great food, great people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. And the name is fire. I don't care. When I heard the name, I was like, that is fire. Barbecuban. Yeah, when you told me the name, I was like, fucking, that's genius. Simple and, dude, the branding on that is fucking amazing. Yeah, it could it could go so it could go so far. Food was great. Yes. Food was great. The mac and cheese was on point. The the potatoes was on point. Oh the man, the potatoes! Hey, the roasted potatoes was hitting with the with the with the turkey and the ribs and like like and they had the shredded the shredded pork. Like it was fire, guys. They took care of us. We, it was they it did. was we had a good time. We did. We did. And it was good to be back in the same vicinity with all of y'all. Like you said, it's been about a solid three years. Yeah, Maybe man. even longer than that, because I think the last time we all was in the same place is when Umberto was getting ready to be deployed, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So was that three years ago? Or was that a little more than three years ago? It probably was. It was pri- It was just before COVID. Like, just before okay. COVID hit. So it was at least probably about like, about like, Two to three years, yeah. And even then, it wasn't the whole group. It was half of us that was there. So even then, it wasn't all of us. Yeah, it, it, you're right. But it, it still felt good. You know what I'm saying? Like no, I no, felt, no, yeah. It felt like home being around my being around my fellas. So that that was a, that did. was a real cool thing. It did, yeah. And I wasn't saying that to like downplay it. I was just saying that that it's been even longer since all of us, all of us, been in the same room with each other. And those are those little moments we kind of take for granted, where sometimes. You kind of get wrapped up in your routine, and it's like, uh, I had a long day. I'm tired. I don't know if I'm going to make it down there. But as soon as you get down there, it's like, although I had a long day, it's like, man, it was rejuvenating to was see all my friends. And we all hit the ground rolling with, you know, cracking jokes with each other. It's like we never left. You know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. It felt like, you know, a weekday morning hanging out in front of Mr. Uh, Mr. Jenkins' class. Nobody's gonna get that reference but us, but go ahead. But, but yeah, it, <laughs> okay, for those who don't get the reference, hanging out in front of Mr. Jenkins' class is where our clique of friends gathered every morning before school. And we would hang out there. It's like the meeting spot. We'll all meet up and we'll all crack jokes until the bell rung and we knew we had to go to class. And then lunchtime, we would all gather back in the same spot. It was like almost it like just... an assigned area for us. Like everybody knew, hey, that's where they hung out at. And it was that's what it felt like. It felt like being back. It felt there like again. home. It felt like it home. It did. It really did. And and the best part was the food was amazing. Hey, I part of the, the food being amazing was one thing. So but the food was so amazing that somehow it made me an asshole. <laughs> See, Frank was there, so he knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'll let you tell it. So amongst this group of friends, right? There was only one guy there whose name I didn't know. And I'm assuming he's friends with, you know, he's friends with our friends. You know what I'm saying? He's Alan's nephew. Oh, that's who he was? God damn. So Alan's nephew was there, right? And Alan, I mean, the ribs was fire, guys. The ribs was fire. I had at least two, three, four ribs while I was there. And I took a plate home. The ribs was fire. But Alan's nephew... Alice's nephew started chewing on the. He started going in on the rib, and that nigga was chewing on that rib by a good thirty minutes. Same rib. That nigga started going in on the gristle. He just said that he was gonna get. He was dedicated to get every piece of meat off that bone. 
And this is how, <laughs> this is what made me an asshole. Like, the nigga, he was going in for, so he was sitting right next to me, too, while I was watching the game. And I literally, you know how, like, when your mom, when you chewing gum at, at church and your mom put a hand out, like, give it here. I literally <laughs> had to do that to the man. <laughs> I took, a, I just took, I just took two pieces of, two pieces of paper towel and I said, hey, man, come on, dog. Go ahead. He said, just, <laughs> he looked that man dead in the face and said, hey, man, it's over. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> But to your defense, I mean, he was. I, it he just was wasn't right it, how he was going at that bone. It just wasn't right. Not in a room full of fellas. Like, dog, this is not. This is not how we're gonna do this reunion. You stop it right now with that rib. <laughs> put that shit away. <laughs> I, man, in, in, in hindsight, right? I did it, and I wasn't trying to make it a big thing. But so many people just happened to look at us in that conversation that they blew it up to be a bigger thing. We all was thinking what you did. Like, damn, he's still fucking up that red bone. And then when you (laughs) took that napkin and put it out, like, it was like you had to be the one to stop him because he wasn't doing himself no favor. So you took that napkin and you was like, like, hey, man, it's over. Let me save you from you. It's over, (laughs) man. Man, so hey, man, I, I um, I'm the international asshole. I I, I have ex- I accepted that like years ago when I was like 17. Like I could be an asshole, and I don't. I wasn't, you know, crazy part. I wasn't even trying. I wasn't even trying to be an asshole. But in the moment after we left, right, yeah. and you was telling me about you know the baby shower and all the niggas you had invited, and I wasn't there. But then you you posted all the pictures of the other niggas that we both knew, and they was there. But that's cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we only talk every day. We only talk every day. But it's all right. Um, but yeah. So I, I don't know, after I dropped Frank off, I was driving home, and I was like, God damn, you know what? I was a bit of an asshole. <laughs> like... <laughs> When I realized I didn't even know that man's name, and I, I put him in such a bad position amongst a, a group of people, I, in hindsight, it probably wasn't the best moment. I could have just tapped him on the shoulder. I mean, don't feel bad. <laughs> Last time I saw him, he ain't had no facial hair or nothing. So when I sat next to him for a second, I thought it was Albert until I'm looking at him, and I see Albert sitting behind him, and I'm like, wait a minute. Can't be two Alberts. So I had to ask him, like, nigga, who is you again? And then when he told me, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I ain't even recognize you. So don't feel so bad. I mean, I'm an asshole, too. Nah, man. I mean, I, I, well, clearly, clearly, like we said, the Riz was good. This this ain't even no paid sponsorship or no shit. The food was good. Took home plates. And, and clearly, the way he was fucking up that bone, it, the rib had to be fire. I mean, honestly, check out their Instagram. Uh, Barbecuing will repost some of their stuff. Um... You can see for yourself in the pictures. You can see the food looks good and take our word for it. Like, it tastes good. And we're not saying that because Ellen's our homeboy. We're saying that because we love food. We wouldn't put a... <laughs> we wouldn't co-sign it if it tastes like shit because then y'all would come back at us and be like, oh, these niggas some shit eaters. It don't work like that. Oh, I ain't never... I ain't never said I was a shit eater, but... Know what I'm saying? You can only promote food you would eat with friends. No, I get you. I get you. But yeah, man, we had a we had a good time linking up. Um, as y'all heard, I did drop Frank off because Frank, in his infinite wisdom, brought his wife to this party where we was gonna watch football. I don't know who he thought was gonna be there. I thought otherwise was gonna be there. Nigga, it was the first day of football. It's sacred. Like, no, 
what do you what were you expecting? So when he pulled, so when Frank pulled up, Frank did like a quick little Yui round. Like he went, like he he spent the block at least two times. I did. And he got him and his wife were in the car. I was like, that's a this is a strange moment to to bring your wife. Like it's a sausage fest. Literally, literally I didn't know there was that. Literally, it was a sausage fest. There was ribs, uh, sausage. There was pork. Like, it was a sausage fest for real. It was a bunch of niggas. Just, we was there to watch football, drink, talk shit, link up. Frank brought his wife, and I was like, man, come on. Come on, Frank. Come on, Frank. And I love Frank's wife. We don't I don't, we don't act like we do on, on you know when we converse with each other. But, I mean, I love the lady. She, she's great people. She keep a smile on my dog face. But, man, it just wasn't, it just wasn't a place, sir. I sent her away. <laughs> he said, I sent her away. <laughs> I was like, okay, look, I'm finna chill with the fellas for a little bit. Go to your mom's house. I'm gonna call you when I'm ready. And she's like, okay, cool. She got it. She got it. She understood. Nah, nah, I, I appreciate it because it, it looked like it wasn't no issue. She was like, I probably ain't want to come over here no way. So <laughs> it was like, right. Ain't pay her no, never mind. She was out of there. She got, she jumped in that driver's seat so fast. I ain't even see you ain't open the gate. She was already gone. <laughs> I appreciate that. It wasn't no lingering. But it got me to think it like, hey, you um, how are you and your wife with friends of the opposite sex? Like, are you cool with your wife having having male friends? Yeah. Matter of fact, the DJ at my wedding is one of her closest friends. He's a guy. Shout out to Schneider. That nigga said he's a guy. Well, yeah, I mean, that's how that works. <laughs> Well, you know, in today's world. You know what? In between and outside of those constructs. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. No, but yeah, Snyder's cool people, man. Um, we we both have friends of the opposite sex. In fact, I have a, a homegirl, shout out to Lolo, that I'm really close to. Lolo lives in uh, the Carolinas now. So we, okay. we mostly text. We talk on the phone every now and then. But my wife is well aware of her. Um, actually, we have a group chat with with us three. Um, because we're in similar situations. In fact, um, Lolo was supposed to get married the same year we got married. However, Lolo was going to get married a month before us, and we was going to go to her wedding. The weekend she was going to get married was the weekend um, a hurricane hit. I want to say it was maybe Irma. If I'm, no. Mm-hmm. Did Irma hit in 2017? I believe so. Um, it wasn't anyways. Irma the other day? <laughs> It was a hurricane that hit that weekend. So, <laughs> like, what is Irma? Like, didn't Irma just hit Louisiana? Like, what are we talking about? That was that was an Irma that hit? No. I man, think that's that, one's name somewhere. Man, but you anyway, know, we from Florida. We lose track. Go ahead. We lose track. But well, anyway, the, a storm hit in September of 2017, and it hit on the weekend she was supposed to get married. So she moved her wedding date to literally the same weekend me and my wife got married. So we couldn't attend. We couldn't attend each other's wedding. But other than that, we're in similar situation. She has two kids. We have two kids. So, you know, where we share stories or whatever. But to answer your question, yeah, we're both cool with the opposite sex. The thing is, it's it's done respectfully. Like, ain't okay. no texting at crazy times of the night. Um, there's no calling each other at crazy times of the night. But then again, that's how it is with all our friends. Like, nobody... Okay. I respect that. I respect. I actually, even coworkers who I'm like cool with, like I, I don't text you after eight o'clock. Like I literally will be texting. And I'll be like, "Hey, you married? I don't text you after eight o'clock." Like I'll, I'll literally write that in the text. I don't text you after eight o'clock. Go do right. your thing. It's, and I do that with you know with her. Like if I text Lolo, it'll be midday or something. You know what I mean? 
And it'll okay. be straight to the point. It, it's no lingering. Hey, how you doing? It's not. Hey, how's it going? How are you and the family? How's you know? How's your husband? How's the kids? We share pictures of the kids, so you can see how my kids grown. I see how your kids grown. Probably share a couple of war stories or changing diapers or something. After that, it's like, hey, it was good hearing from you. Just wanted to make sure that things is good on your end. I'll talk to you another time, and that's it. Okay, that's what's up. But yeah, that's what's up. You ever um? Let me dig a little deeper. Are you friends with any of your exes? No. No, I'm not. Is your girl friends with any of her exes? No, she is not. Like, you ever been around your girl? You ever been around your girl and you get the... Like, she around... Like, y'all run into, like, a male friend and you get the energy that... They they just, like, a little too... Like, a little too friendly? Like What the, what the boy Drake said? I recognize those type of hugs. Those the same type of hugs when, when he used to fuck or some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... I'm just... Like, like he, the way he hugs, just it's just that it's that it's that little little bit too tight, and just it linger a little bit that one second too long. I've never had that moment with my wife. However, I have had that moment with exes where I'll be out with we on a date like to movies or some shit, and she'll see somebody she know, and it their, their voice hit a different octave when they say "Hey," because mm. they see somebody cool. It's oh hey girl. When they see a dude, they know it's hey. It gets yeah, a little, it's a it, it. You know what I'm it, saying? It, it, it hits a different pitch. It you know hit what different. I'm it hit different, and it's like, and then it takes them a while to introduce you because if it's a if it's a dude that they just know, it's hey Frank. This is such and such, such and such Frank. Now if it's a dude that they have some history with, it's hey. It's a hug, maybe a little pat on the back. And if it's a pat on the back in a circle, bro, he used to blow her back in. That's how she used to rub his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Fight right here with the pat on the back in circle, bro. You might as well call the date right there. But see, I was a rookie in the game. I didn't know this or, stuff. So or that, or that hug where she like scratches back a little bit like oh this. Oh my god, that's <laughs> so disrespectful. That's to let him know, nigga. I missed that dick. Oh, damn. Oh my. You Bruh. ever um, you ever been out with your girl and like, y- y'all you you cause you cause like you said you felt that energy like you felt yeah. that energy like you and then like you kind of ask, hey who was that like although you introduced me to him but who is he really they never tell you the truth but then again you really don't want to hear the truth you right cause he, they'll be like <laughs> I grew up with him he like a brother fuck mm-hmm. out of here <laughs> nah ain't no way hell they gonna tell you yet. That's the nigga that make my cro- my toes curled for two weeks. You ain't trying to hear no shit like that. Break your fucking spirit. Or if he ain't my brother, oh that's my that's my brother best friend. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> or they fuck around and call him bestie, and you ain't find out about this nigga until y'all been dating for at least five months. How is he your bestie? And I'm just now hearing about this person. That nigga ain't your bestie. He's the best you ever had. That's what he is. Man, that nigga, you you see. Have you ever? Because I've <laughs> I've been in that situation. I think I was out to. I think we, me and my ex we were out. Was headed out to a movie. We it might have been a movie. It might have been over over at the I call it the the pyramid over at the old oh, Cinemark. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. That that's a good spot. Actually, no, it's a, I like it's going a, to movies a, there. It's a classic. It's a classic. Like you know, I grew. I feel like I grew up in that at that movie theater. Right. Slid out to the pyramid real quick, and. Me and my girl, we out, and we run into we run into dude, and 
I get the the hey like that that high that that octave a little higher. How you doing? The hug lingered a little long. He hugged. Like he, was it a circle in the pat or a scratch? Did you notice? That's why. Why you think I? Why you think I was so angry about the little scratch thing? The scratch. The scratch thing happened right there. Oh, we ain't. Oh, believe me, we ain't last too much longer after this. <laughs> he said the scratch thing happened right because it was the scratch thing I felt the most disrespectful, but the most disrespected by. All right. I what the reason why I knew something was up? Nigga couldn't really look me in my eye in the introduction. And I was like, don't so when, tell me he gave you a limp handshake because that is the most disrespectful shit. At least shake my hand like a man. No, he even... no, he shook my hand like a man. He shook my hand okay. like a man. But he really wouldn't like. He really wouldn't connect. He wouldn't with the look eye. at you. Yeah. And I was like, all right, all right. I I already see what's going on here. And low key, he ain't trying to get girl, to know you. Yeah, yeah. He was out with. A, he was out on a date too. But the good thing was, I mean. My girl was finer than his at the time, so I was like, "Okay, the nigga, the nigga done downgraded. I'm cool. I, I'm, I'm clearly, I'm winning, but we gonna have to have a conversation when we get in this movie. Like, while we open, while I'm opening the cheese for the nachos, like we gonna have to, you know, we gonna have to speak." Me but and you her. know, she probably got a text before you even made it home that said, "It was nice seeing you." Oh, I mean, that's the type of fuck nigga. I'm sure he was. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he gave me fuck nigga vibe. <laughs> Dirty man, but I was almost. Finest. You know, you know, like I was almost like I wish he would look me in the eye. Like he really barely looked me in the eye, and I was like, because I wanted to see something. You know, for some reason I felt like I could see it if I looked at him. I was like, I ooh, I, ooh, I wish you look look me in my eye. I nah. I steal off. <laughs> <laughs> now, did she introduce you, and did he introduce his girl? He never introduced her. He did was so see? concerned talking to talking to her. And then, and then, like speaking to me, that eventually I just was like, "Well, hey, you know, this this your lady, cause she, cause at first she wasn't with him. She came back with the, with the, with the Slurpee, and then all of a sudden he never even introduced her. He just she just gave him the Slurpee. And he was still talking to me, <laughs> and I was like, okay, just the hand. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do the intro. Hey, how you doing? Blah 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 blah. blah. We go our separate ways. We didn't even go to the same movie. But she was like, oh, so when we get in the we get in the thing, I'm asking, I'm like, so she was like, no, that's just, that's just, that's just my friend, this, this, and that. We went to, we went to high school together. We went to like elementary, middle school, and high school together. And I was like, oh, yeah, y'all fuck. She was like, mm-hmm. and she hit me with this. This is how I knew she was lying. And from here on out, I don't think we, I don't think we went out again after this. I mean, we fucked that night, but I don't think we went out after this. She said, <laughs> I said, you lying. She said, what you mean? And I knew you, I knew she was lying right there. Because you're trying you to buy time on the lie. That's all that is. Yeah, you what you mean exactly. is a buy time. Because you, know exactly you want me to re-explain I mean. myself so that you have time to continue to formulate whatever was going on. That's, you, that's and, what guys do. We do that all the time. Nigga, that's 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 one-on-one. Right. And my get wife calls me out on it every time. And guess what I do the very next time? What you mean? What you mean? I scrunch my eyebrows up the same way and everything. Because I'm trying to, because I'm trying to see <laughs> what the fuck. What you mean? Confused shit. The dumbest shit. Like, like you could think of probably more clever ways to buy yourself time, but we don't bother doing that. It's just the same. But what you mean? What you trying to say? <laughs> Man, exactly. 
Man, we be frustrating the hell out of our women, bro. What it you is, trying to say is. right now? They got to Hey, look, y'all love us, right? Right. <laughs> we be dead wrong. Why'd you put the cast iron pot in the dishwasher? What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? It wasn't a dish that needed to be washed. Like I don't understand. <laughs> It was clear what she was getting across. You weren't supposed to put this in the dishwasher. What we respond with? What you mean? The fuck you mean what you mean? I know exactly what you're saying. I just couldn't think of a good enough lie to get me out the situation. <laughs> so what I do, make it worse. <laughs> yeah, just more. I'm going I'm to frustrate you and confuse you about how confused my face is. What you? Look, look here's the second one. <clears throat> if I need a little bit more time, she'll ask me. She'll be like, why you put the cast iron pot in the dishwasher? You'd be like, what you mean? I put the cast iron pot in the dishwasher? What? <laughs> <laughs> Which fully shows I heard you, but, but you're I'm not sure. it back like a question. <laughs> yeah, just, I just want you, I just want to run it back. I did that? You saying, you saying it with me. <laughs> it's just y'all two in the house. Who else could have did it? <laughs> Hey man, sometimes you gotta run that oblivious run. Like, damn, I did that. Did I wasn't even <laughs> throw a random <laughs> damn in the next sentence? Damn, damn. Nah, babe, I'm sorry. I I get I get another one. Don't even worry about it. And damn. now you ask a stupid question. Damn, I fucked it up, huh? You know, <laughs> she wouldn't be mad if it was fucked up, but she gonna ask. Damn, I fucked it up, huh? Damn, I ain't even. That's the one damn, I ain't even you? know. I thought I was just trying to clean it. Damn. Damn, shit. Look, look. Where, where, where you bought it from? Where you, where you got it? I, I'll get another one. <laughs> My mama gave me that pot. Babe, what, you want to do? <laughs> what you want me to do now? <laughs> do you want a cast iron pot or not? <laughs> <laughs> do you want one or not? Like, let's not, let's not do all this. Yeah, right? Because at this point, I done lost. I don't want to keep feeling like a loser. So just, let's get to the end game. Am I buying a new pot or am I not buying a new pot? What we doing here? <laughs> Let me ask you this. We'll, we'll, I want to circle back to uh to to your lady and male friend. So say so you with your girl, right? Yeah. Y'all walk into a spot. I'm with you. What's worse? Would you rather her light up when she sees her ex? There's like a little spark, a little energy between them, and and they share a hug. It's a little too long, but they share a hug. Or would you rather her be all fucked up over it? Like, this fuck nigga in here. Like, she mad. Like, it ruined her whole fucking night. That he even in the vicinity. All right. See, that's a good one. And I'm, I'm going to go over through, I'm going to go through both scenarios. I like that question. Quick answer. Nothing is worse than the light up. Nothing okay. is worse than the light up. I, but I disagree with you wholeheartedly. Okay, I disagree with let, you. But go ahead. Okay, go, go, go. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you talk. But okay. In my opinion, nothing's worse than a lighter. But the second one, what it tells me is she likes the nigga. She's not over him. And by the way she's reacting, that nigga's probably over her or probably wants nothing to do with her. So that's probably the safer bet out of the two. Mm. But that light up, that light up tells me there's still something there. They probably broke up for some reason. Maybe one of them moved away and came back. So she's probably still thinking there's a chance. She's still mm. happy when she see that dude. It's never good when your girl light up to see someone else. You might as well break up right there. See, I disagree with you. See, I, I think the the one who's fucked up over the nigga just being in the room, 
she's still holding something. Like, she's still holding hurt for that nigga. Though, though, let me tell you, there's more of a chance that she'll get back with that nigga if she still got hurt and all that. Because all a nigga got to say is sorry. All a nigga got to come and admit all the shit he did wrong. This is true. And next thing you know, he in them guts. So that's what I'm saying. Like, for me, it's the, like, for one, I'll be like, the fuck are you what the fuck you so fucked up over like what the fuck you so fucked up over like i don't even get why you why are you so fucking mad the niggas is in the room the nigga ain't even speak yet fuck you mad for it now i don't know if the energy i gotta bring is now i gotta now i gotta swing on the nigga just because he disrespected you but light up nigga only has to say hi that's it he won already he ain't got to say sorry he ain't got to make amends with nothing. All he has to do is say hi. If that nigga's shirt is clean, his shoes is tied, and he say hi, nigga, you lost. That's all he has to do. What, which, okay, but which one, which one makes you go, which one do you walk home, like, which one do you go home with not feeling good about, though? Because let me tell you, your whole night being ruined. The second one would ruin my night. The first okay. one would hurt <laughs> okay. my feelings. I would be hurt to the core. If I'm with you, we walk into a nice restaurant, and I see you light up. Dude, that shit will crush my pride and ego, bro. Cause see, you different. See, I, I would, I would, I could see that in like a many different scenarios. Like, okay, like maybe they, even if they dated, they like maybe they got a long friendship. Like, you know, she ain't seen him in a minute. Cool. It annoyed the fuck out of me, but cool. <laughs> the one who's fucked up over it, you harbor like you. You, we in a relationship and you still carrying shit from, from this nigga. Like, this nigga ruined... Let me tell you, when somebody has the power to ruin your fucking day, oh, you give oh, a no, yeah, fuck about that Oh, no, yeah, there's heavy feelings behind that. Yeah, That's strong heavy. feelings. I right, can look right. past you getting happy to see an old friend. Like, it'll piss me off. Uh, it's We gonna have a rough night. We gonna have a rough night. <laughs> but I can get past that. The, 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 the getting all angry and shit... Nah, nah, it's this it for us. <laughs> like, I'm gonna take you home. I'm gonna find something to argue with you about in a couple in a couple days, and that's it. I mean, I'm gonna be the, I'm gonna be the female in that situation when, like, two or three days later, I'm gonna she like, what's wrong? Why you? I mean, why you not talking? I'm gonna hit you with the. I just, I just think, think it's funny, funny. how. Got <laughs> 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 hit with the. I just think it's funny how. When we was when we was at Art Basel and we ran into homeboy, because you know we go, even if we know his name, we ain't gonna even we gonna give no, the respect say to the say name. It. Your pride won't let you say homeboy, homeboy name. Nah, nah. You call him you, homeboy. We, you call him buddy. When we ran into homeboy, yeah. If you're really mad, you call him that little nigga. Ran to little nigga <laughs> over there. <laughs> or or we 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 put that possessive that possessive. Or we like we you know when we ran into your boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> when we ran into your boy. Um, what you, boy? I you know, little nigga with the light skin. No, no, because she hit me with the what? She hit me with the what boy? We got now. We got issues because now you playing dumb. Oh, so you look, look, here, look. I'm gonna go to the. I'm gonna go to the. Oh, so you think I'm stupid? So you think I'm stupid? You think? Oh, so you think I'm a play thing? You think it's a joke? Man, fuck, man. That's when you look, get mad when you start done. to ask people. You think I'm stupid? That's when oh, you, you know you getting under a person's skin. <laughs> oh, you think I'm stupid? No, just say it. you think I'm stupid. Say it. No, no, no. If you think I'm stupid, just say that. Say that. No, no. It's cool. It's cool. Why it's not even. No, we don't even got to waste the conversation. Arguments. No matter who, what male and female it is, they always have. It's always it's the same story. Yeah. 
It's always a little buddy in the picture, somewhere, somehow. Yeah, boy, little buddy, little buddy, the one I like that. <laughs> hey, now we were running little buddy. The last time the nigga we could be 6'10. He could be 6'10, 250. He little buddy in that conversation. Ran the Look. little buddy over there. Be like, who? You know, the little nigga you was talking to. Aaron Donald? Yeah, him. I want to say his name. <laughs> that ain't no little nigga, but you gonna call him little buddy. Hey, doesn't annoy me, nothing annoy me the whole if she say his first name, his last name. Hey, first of all, bitch, let's <laughs> Get one thing straight. You ain't finna, you ain't gonna call this nigga by his whole government. Not in front of me. Come on now. Like you be like the dis- the levels of disrespect is so fucking high at this point. Like, don't get the fuck away. No, real talk. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna just go ahead and remove myself from this situation. I'm gonna just walk away. Like, man, you I ain't got have... no more words for you. Nah, nah. Go with your boy. Go with little buddy. Aaron Donald, whatever you want to call him. Hey, just like that. You're not going to say his name. You're going to say with some little sassy attitude. <laughs> look, 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 look. This is where you know we hot. Ready? We don't know this nigga from nothing. Oh. Oh, so you want to be with the fuck nigga? That's how you... <laughs> that nigga can have everything going for him. 401k, good job, six figures, all of that. <laughs> Or call him a loser and everything. <laughs> Don't know him from nah, the can of paint. <laughs> nah, if you want to be with the nigga, be with the nigga. Nah, fuck, nah, get off me. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> and then she go off and be with the nigga. Now you looking hurt. Posting pictures of them two in Cabo and shit. She been telling you she been wanting to go to Cabo forever. Yeah, fuck. Nah, no, but see, like that, you can you see them? You see that 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 picture? Nah. Next time I see him, me and Buddy got it. Me and Buddy got a tussle a little bit. It just is what it is. Cause I know you was in, you was in her phone. You was in her phone at the at the event. At this point in my brain, of you was in was. her phone at the event. Of course he was. He sent the text message. By the time y'all walked, uh, Art Basel, nigga. By the time y'all made it to each end, opposite ends of the block, that phone vibrated three, four times. Damn, it was nice seeing you. That sundress look really nice. I still see you don't wear no drawers. God bless. Nah, it's I still see you don't wear no drawers. LOL. <laughs> Trying to be slick funny. <laughs> nah, fuck, nigga. <laughs> look, I'm hot. <laughs> gotta fight the nigga. I ain't, dog. When the, la- hey, when the last time you got in a fight? Like, when the last time you got into a fight? Or uh, shit, a real scuffle, man. Shit. A real scuffle. Probably early 20s, late teens, maybe. My last, my last fight was in, um, was in high school. Well, like my no, I take that back. But the fight I'm thinking about in the moment wasn't in high school, um, and it wasn't even it wasn't even a fight I was trying to be a part of. I was I actually knew both sides of the fight. Like I knew I knew, I knew my homeboys, like the boys who are super close to. But then I knew the other dudes. You know what I'm saying? The 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 the, the little Hispanic clique that was running together at the time. And them boys was about to scrap. And I was like, hey man, y'all boys chill. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, hey, you y'all boys chill. Nobody? I cause I didn't, cause I honestly, I cause they fucked up the space game. I really wanted to play space oh, at the a school. Party. <laughs> That'd be the worst when you know everybody that's like, dog, we came to chill. Y'all fucking up the vibe. So these niggas, these niggas getting ready to go off. And, and I'm like, man, chill. And then one of the little um, 
One of the little fuck niggas said something slick about my mom in Spanish. Your mom, although you not fighting? Nigga. One of the fuck niggas, like it wasn't even the main nigga who I knew. It was one of his little homeboys. One so one of the little, like, he said something slick about my mom in Spanish. So I punched his ass in English. <laughs> <laughs> fuck out like that shit. I bam. Slam. <laughs> like, now nah, look, now nah, I done started the fight. <laughs> he started the fight. Should have said I, what no, he said. But I the one who threw the first blow. Not I the one who started the fight. I didn't even want to be here. I can't stand niggas that be at the house party trying to start some shit. It's like, dog, like, we came out here in clean clothes, fam. Like, nice shoes. We ain't trying to, we ain't trying to tussle with nobody. Like, exactly. You I trying I don't to even fight care. me ain't going to get you no hoes at this party. None. Exactly. Exactly. Because now we all got to leave. I ain't yeah. even, look, I don't care if I got my Air Force Ones at the barbershop. I don't give a fuck, bro. They clean, <laughs> I wanted them clean. My nigga. <laughs> You over here want to take off your shirt and flex muscles in a tank top. Bruh, I ain't trying to see all that. My nigga, who, who, who are you showing off for? And I'm just The girls trying. is mad because now the DJ done stopped playing music. Man, get the fuck out of here. And now they looking at us like barbarians and shit. Like, fam, <laughs> I'm not trying to do this with you. The neighbors all nosy. They calling police because we done made too much noise. Bruh. We go to jail now. We don't get suspended, fam. <laughs> this shit Think is I'm over. trying to go to jail? No. <laughs> Not trying to be nowhere near jail. That shit ain't fun. I don't see shit about jail fun. I don't even know nobody in there. <laughs> like, like, ain't like I'm going to see homeboys. Like, I ain't got, I ain't got no OG in there. I ain't going in there. Come on, dog. Stop fucking up the vibe. One nigga talks on, nigga, I don't give a fuck. What, you scared to go to jail? Yes, nigga. The fuck you think this is, bro? You ain't watch the episode of Bulldogs? Nigga, nigga, they fuck niggas in the ass. Like, <laughs> the fuck? That shit ain't Disneyland, nigga. You think I'm finna go over there and, and have to fight over a ham and cheese sandwich? No, nigga. I ain't even trying to fight you over the spade game. You think I want to go in jail and fight over a ham and cheese sandwich? Nigga, get the fuck out of here, bro. Let's just chill, drink this liquor, enjoy ourselves, and try to holler at girls who's finna curve us in about two hours and call it a night. Exactly. <laughs> and then I'm going to hit her in, the, in Facebook like, hey, you know, nigga always used to like you back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, it is what it is. I'm just saying, I just, I had to ask, because you know what's funny? When you brought your girl and, and to the party, I was like, damn, there's all these dudes here. I wonder if Frank, Frank, you know, I wonder how cool they are having, you know, friends of the opposite sex. Because my best friend, my best friend's a girl. So I would hope that any girl I end up with doesn't have an issue with our friendship. We honestly don't even talk every day. We don't talk. Once a week would be a lot for us. But when we talk, we talk. Like, we talk good 30, 45, maybe an hour. Catch up on what's going on in life. And then that's it. But I've known this girl since I was three years old. Right. I think it's important to introduce your, your significant other or the person you date, however you want to phrase it. It's important to introduce them to your friends, especially of the opposite sex, and just develop an understanding like, hey, this person is important in my life. And since yeah. I'm bringing you into my life, I would like for you to make friends with somebody I'm close to. I'm not saying y'all got to be buddy-buddy and kick it all the time, but under, but just learn to understand our friendship. Like, hey, this is somebody Frank trusts and confides in. Frank may not talk to this person every day, but when Frank does talk to this person, he's, you know, they he could. opens up. 
a bit. And then a, a, the thing with women sometimes, let's say, like, especially you in this case, <clears throat> my wife didn't have to deal with me because I didn't have a female best friend like this. But when you're dating, probably early on in dating, there's going to be a time you're going to open up to your best friend tenfold what you would open up to your girl. And 100%. If she, and if she doesn't understand that, she could take offense to it. And some women do take offense to that. And it's like, you got to understand, that person been there since I was three. They've been in my life for over three decades. You just got here. So you cannot possibly expect me to share things and reveal parts of myself to you that I reveal to her. It just doesn't work like that. Like, you're going to have to build up to that trust. Now, how long it takes you to build up to that trust, it all depends on how, how well we gel together. But don't think you're going to come in and by month five or even year one, maybe, I'm going to open up to you the same way. You're probably not going to see that side of me until I ask you to marry me, pretty much. Mm. And no, I, I think I think we can get to that. Like, But as, you, as you're deeper in a relationship. Yeah, and you can get to that. The thing is, is she going to be patient enough? You know what I mean? And sometimes no, people, they don't have the patience for that. And it's like, you're rushing the wrong thing. You're not... Actually, you shouldn't rush anything, but... You're focused on the wrong thing. Oh, uh, 100%. Yeah. And I mean, if the shoe was on the other foot as a guy, you should understand too. Like, okay. It's like, again, as long as if it's respectful, y'all not, you not, it's not 10 a.m., I mean, 10 p.m., and y'all laying next to each other, and then you on the phone with your best. No, nah, it's nothing like that or anything. It's just, hey, when I had a long day or the world's been beating me up, this is somebody I trust that I can talk to that could keep me grounded. Eventually, that role will shift to you, but right now you're not, you don't hold that responsibility. So, understand. But no, um, I think people having best friends of the opposite sex is okay. I think it's normal. Um, I know. I remember Steve Harvey. He made headlines a while ago when he said something along the lines of, "He could never have a, a many women can't friend. have many women can't have." Can't you be remember friends. that quote? He, that yeah, that yeah, was yeah, like yeah. an interview or something. We talked about his, it on the pod. We did, didn't we? Damn, man. 60 episodes in, we talk about a lot of shit. 61, baby. 61. There we go. And <laughs> look, look. 61 episodes in, talk about anything. We ain't talked about nothing we was going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... 40 again, minutes we, in. Shit, we had damn near 45 minutes, and we, we touched on a lot. Although we didn't touch on a lot of different topics, we did touch a lot, I would say. But, um... I just think it's funny when people don't think it's possible to have a platonic friendship with a person of the opposite sex. I think that says a lot about that person and how they view mm. the opposite sex. But I have no issues with it, and I don't see an issue with it. I think both people can look at each other respectfully and platonically. Yeah. I think uh, I think it's all about respect, um, understanding between both sides. And if you have that insecurity, if you have insecurities in your relationship, your relationship not healthy. Right. There's other things you need to be focused on besides the friendship if y'all got insecurities. There's other issues that need to be addressed. 100%. This episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast is brought to you by our proud sponsor, FND. FND, we're more than just clothing. We are the culture. We are the people. We are you. Visit us at FND.com. That's E F E N. D-E-E.com. To save 10% on all purchases, use coupon code SamuraiPro at checkout. But man, at, at as we look at it and hitting into like 44, 45 minutes in, 
we're gonna have to hit some of this shit quick hits, quick hits type, so we can yeah. at least touch on a couple of these topics. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, all right, so quick hits, people. Um, dolphins. Quickly, I just want to touch on maybe by not a, maybe by the time y'all hear this, it's not true, but we kind of leading the division right now. We are. <laughs> we beat the Patriots at their house. At their house, which is what we normally do. Which is what we normally we always seem to go and get one up there. Luckily, we got one up there while it was before it got cold. So now they got to come to us. Yeah, that's we'll important because we don't play good in the cold. No, nah, we don't. We, ugh, we don't. Um, but later on, after after you know Sunday Sunday night, uh, there was the VMAs. Yes, and there was a dozen performances. I had actually written the VMAs off. Um, because in the commercials, I just feel like I could tell the VMAs wasn't really geared toward us. Do you know they showed the VMAs on like UPN or some shit like that? Well, it's all owned by Viacom. So oh, if Viacom that's wants, why? Okay, so that if Viacom makes sense. wants this this event to be huge, that's why the VMAs are showed on all of Viacom networks. That's VH1, who supposedly uh competing network sometimes it's shown on BET like all like there's reasons why because Viacom owns all of it did not know that thank you for putting me up on game and there was a couple good performances um Chloe Chloe killed it with the Lord have mercy song like killed it I I see I see her channeling her 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 music mother I I was listening to the read podcast they call they started calling Chloe um Destiny's grandchildren <laughs> That's a good way to put it. She's gonna be huge, man. She's gonna be oh, huge. Oh yeah, she's remember, remember at the end of last year when we were going over when we were doing our did talk best of twenty twenty, yeah. I said Chloe Bailey, Halle Bailey, like they're about to jump off and like that album was great, but Chloe was on her own direction and I know Halle's about to be Little Mermaid, which is gonna be a, a the first black Little Mermaid with the red I, dreads. I can't wait to see the red dreads. I think that's going to be dope as shit. Me too. I just hope she got good people around her to shield her from all the negative press that she's getting and will get after that movie's up. Uh, agreed. But she's been a, she's been like a child star. Like she she's been around long enough. I think I think they've gotten to a good point. You know what I'm saying? Like I think they got to a good point. They got a good shield around them. They surrounded by family. Good. I think they're going to be all right. I hope so. But Chloe fucking killed it. She did. Dance, it looked amazing. She did. <laughs> Frank said that she did with the with the strong guys. Like she did. Yes, sir. When a nigga say when a nigga say something, nod his head and cock his head to the side, like mm-hmm. and raise the eyebrows. That's important too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause when he said she looked good, I might not have been answering the same question he was. He, I wasn't responding to the same she looked good that he said. He could have been right? meaning. You know, you you feel, I feel me? You. Okay, <laughs> I don't need to explain anymore. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, another another performance which which stuck out to me, and when I say stuck out to me, I, I had no intentions on watching the VMAs. I did know that there were a couple people I was gonna watch. You know, because I root for everybody black. I was definitely gonna watch <laughs> Chloe, and I was definitely gonna watch Normani, because Normani got a fire song. I I, I think that that Normani song is fire. But that performance, amazing to me. As it a person was. who's a fan of that Would You Mind song by Janet Jackson. Thank you. 
Thank you. That's where I was going to go oh, with come it because it reminded me of that. That's, that's what it reminded if you me listen, of. If you, watch the, if you watch the video, it's, it's played in the background as she... So for those who haven't seen it... So there was um, music playing at, at that point? Because my brain kind of tuned out everything else. See, that's what happened. You got to put the cocoa butter away. You was too focused. Yeah. You was too focused. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. I played the video with the sound on, but it was like at a certain point, I ain't hear shit else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those of you who haven't seen it, um, so Normani did her whole dance, and she danced her her ass off. I think I think she's gonna be a star too, um, as if she's not already one. But I think she's gonna be huge. Inspired by Janet Jackson, brought out like this BDSM, like. Cross, I guess, because her hands like a crucifix almost. Crucifix. And Tiana Taylor was strapped to it. That's who it was? Oh, it was Tiana Taylor. Now go back and watch it. You know, Tiana, okay, we ain't even finna get into that, but. Yeah, because I mean, we we already said she, Tiana Taylor's gorgeous. I don't give a fuck with none of y'all. Shepard is a lucky man. Shout out Iman. Shout shout (laughs) him out. Um, And she got up and 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 danced all over her and this is this is all an ode to Janet Jackson who used to go on tour and then bring up men strap them to this to this dominatrix device and just just give them the lap dance of their life like you could literally physically see in their face like oh he just nutted on himself like you can see, you can see the moment when it happens and that's what she Janet did to Tiana Taylor Janet is bad I ch- I, I, let me fix that. Janet oh, to this day, bad. to this day, fifty years to old. To this day, still get still get the best of me. Still yeah. get the best of me. <laughs> it's a bad woman. So Normani was got up there, gave her a lap dance, stood up on top of it, pussy in face. <laughs> that last move, I ain't see it coming because you know how it had the holes in the side, and when she stuck her legs through and and did the thing, I was like, oh, that was creative. <laughs> Yeah. Didn't see that yeah. move coming. Didn't see it coming. And after that, I was waiting for Lil Boosie, Boosie to come in. Me too. I yeah. Thought he, I thought he was going to be concerned about the kids, you know? Because what the yeah, kids because that think? performance, that performance was very gay. Very, very <laughs> like, gay. It was very and gay. We we have to think about what the kids going because how are you going to explain that to your kids? How are you going to explain the woman on the crucifix with pussy all in her face and then you know? Leg spread, straddling, and all of this. How are you going to explain that to the kids? I mean, Boosie ain't have no crazy. words. I didn't. I, I didn't hear anything from Boosie. I'm have still you? waiting for him to come. I like. I keep checking. I check baller alert. I check uh, shade room. Um, I check the neighborhood. I I ain't seen nothing yet, but I'm sure it's coming. Right? It's got to. You know? Yeah. Because because that was gay. It was very gay. Because there was another artist when he did something. You know. That was way much milder than that. Boosie was up and on. Boosie even Pissed accused him. Up. Well, I wouldn't even say accuse him. Boosie even said that the next time he performs, he's liable to suck a dick on stage. So Boosie was very upset. And 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 we never talked about that, and I meant for us to talk about it. But that nigga got up bright and early. He, like he tweeted that shit at 6.30 a.m. It was 6.30 a.m. The first thing that was on his mind was Lil Nas X sucking a dick on stage. Bro, 
Let me tell you. I'm going to say this right here. Then we'll move on to the next topic. There's nothing anybody could tell me. Nothing anybody could tell me that could convince me that Boosie ain't do some shit out here in this world. Like, there's there's some something homosexual has happened with Boosie. Either he done... Either he done stuck something in the booty or he been stuck in. Have I, you? There's, there's something that ha- There's no reason why this nigga should always be in the middle. I saw a tweet the other day. That nigga's traumatized, man. He has to be. No, I'm telling you, he is. You never heard him tell the story about the Coke can in the shower? No, you told. You said that story on this podcast. Damn, but, I said that too? God damn, what yeah, are we talking about so much? <laughs> damn, man. Uh, but I saw a tweet that said, the B in LGBT stands for Boosie because he always wanted to be in the middle of some gay shit. <laughs> That's a good joke. Shout out it to the person that said that. It was an amazing tweet. I wish I remember the name of the person who wrote the tweet because I screenshot it and I was like, hey, this shit is fire. I can't wait to tell this to somebody. <laughs> in the middle of some gay shit. Damn, that is a fucking great joke. Fire. Fire. Um, What else happened after that? Oh, the Met Gala. Let me stop you right there. What is the Met Gala? Like, I, what is it exactly? I know you it's know. It's the Metropolitan. It's a Metropolitan. Like, it's a it's a ball. Um, they raise money. There's a theme every year. Um, they they invite the who's who of the world. Okay. The hottest trending people, and it's it's literally a fashion show with your favorite celebrities with a theme attached to it. So this some year, like the year, um. The year uh, Chadwick Boseman came dressed, that was like a very religious Christian like theme. He killed, and that. he came dressed almost like the Pope, and he was still probably one of the best dressed. It was all Versace. He killed that. He killed. Killed that. it. Killed it. Probably still one of the best, the best dressed males ever to go. And I think I tweeted that during the Met Gala, during, yeah, the, during you did. the red carpet. Um, I'm. You only get to see, you only get to see the the carpet for the Met Gala, and then the only things you see. On the inside is what people allow, like on their stories and shit. Like uh, okay. the Met Gala it, is never filmed. It's oh, where it's the who's who get to come and party event. and have a good time. Okay. Yeah. This year you had some interesting outfits. No, nah, you definitely had a couple. Definitely had a couple. You had um, Rihanna came dressed as like a thug, um, a thug snuggie. No, nah, I'm gonna go with like a thug garbage bag. Okay. And. And ASAP Rocky came dressed as like, you know, when the Skittles melt? Ha! That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga came dressed as in Skittles melt, like, like a melted Skittle. Kim Kardashian and, and Kanye West came with that Black Air Force's energy. Kanye um, was there? Oh, yeah. He had on him. a black mask with a hoodie. Yeah, Kim K looking like COVID. Saw that. Yeah, like the, 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 the Ghost of Christmas Past and shit. Exactly. There you go. That's a better one. And and I I'm one of those people. Like I love, I love fashion. Like I, I love to see people dress up. I love to see the tuxes. I thought Russell Westbrook had a very. The theme was Americana, so Russell had on an all navy blue tux. He, he looked clean. He painted his hair blue and had the had the stars in it. I thought that was oh, super fucking dope. I didn't dope. notice the hair, but the suit was very clean. It oh, clean, nice. clean leather on the leather on the lapel. Like I like that type of shit. That's this. Like I have a good time. That's why I usually tweet every Met, every Met Gala. Like I I literally tweet watch or what's the, what's the when you when people tweet while they watch something. Tweet watch. Look I at guess. me. Nah, man, it's got to be something. Go ahead, continue though. Fuck it. They're gonna tell us in the comments. So 
so you said the thing was Americana, right? Yes. That's why you saw a lot of jean. You saw a lot. But there was like some people doing the cowboys. Sense, and... Say again? I'm thinking all the outfits that stood out, They none of it makes sense. Uh, to the theme, in my opinion. Who? Give me, give me, give me, give me a... Okay, so Lil Nas X. Like, his shit was cool, but I don't get the Americana behind it. He came out just like the dude from Power Rangers. Oh, I know you ain't go... That nigga nigga stealing my whole joke. Yeah, he was just like Goldar, though. I got it from you. That's why I ain't even say the name. (laughs) Hey, I I saw another nigga was like, hey... Then he took off the armor, and he was dressed in, you know, like with... It looked like sequins or like crystals or some shit on it. Like, yeah, it was like a leotard. Yeah, but it had like rhinestones. It looked nice. Don't get me wrong. Like it looked expensive, but yeah, what's the American? I don't get it. Like, okay, Chadwick Boseman. When you say the theme, theme, religious, and you see, like, okay, put it like this: without you telling me the theme, I would look at Chadwick and I'd be like, damn, he looked like a fly ass pope because he had the white, he had the gold, he had like the. The crucifixes, the, the, the symbols, all of that. It, just the stitching and the art on it, it looked very religious, but he looked fly at the same time. So you right. can get a religious feel from his outfit without knowing the theme. I don't get it for this one. Like, there's not one person I looked at and it's like, oh, Americana or, you know, I get it. It was a couple. It was a couple. Not everybody sticks to the theme. That's the thing. You'll have people who are just off theme and then it's just like, oh, you came dressed to look good. Okay, cool. All right, we'll we'll take that. Like little baby, little baby had on a nice suit. Yeah, a lot of people were wearing Ralph Lauren. I noticed that. Uh, and Ralph Lauren is, you know, a lot of those color, those Ralph Lauren, Tommy Hilfiger's, like their main colors is red, white, and blue. So you get a lot of Americana in what it is that they. Put and they're together. American high end designers, so I get that. That's cool. That's okay. Yeah. Like you could slide with that one, even if you didn't stick to the theme all the way. Like, like, all right, so. If somebody would have came out dressed like Greece or something, you know how John Tavota dressed, you know, with the leather jacket, like a white shirt. If they would have did something funky like that, then I could get that because Greece is a part of Americana's history or whatever. Cool. It's white Americana, but go ahead. True. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't see none of that. Like their costumes was weird. It's like nobody really understood the thing. From where I was Some people sitting. don't understand the assignment. Some people do. I Tiana Taylor gave me kind of like the 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 vibe. Maybe she was giving me maybe like Statue of Liberty. She had her whole stomach up. I ain't never seen the Statue of Liberty stomach. Hey, but what if Statue of Liberty wore a little midriff? You might that might be what it be like. You don't know she got that big ass robe. She could be thick as fuck under know, that robe. Thinking about it, you want to know who could have who stuck to the theme? I believe taking out. You know, you know, taking a piece of American, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Pulling from American pop culture. The movie Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, right? There's a scene where the girl Violet, she eats those blueberries off the wall and she starts to turn violet. She turns big like a blueberry. And at one point, she's all big and puffy, right? Now, Kobe's daughter had the Natalia Bryant. So now, if her outfit was inspired by that movie, then I get it. She was on assignment. Did you see Virgil's outfit? He looked like a fucking fool. I don't know. Dude, for I don't somebody know. He to like... be associated with high fashion, 
it's like, dude, you why you dress so bad? Why you design stuff so poorly? <laughs> Let me tell you. I, here's, I, I could name probably like maybe two off-whites I ever thought was dope. But really? most times it look like he take regular good looking shoes and then fuck them up and then be like, here's an off-white um, zip tie on that bitch. Ooh, spend $400 on it. I'm going to be honest with you. I can't not think of a single pair. The only ones that I would probably wear is maybe the off-white retro fours. But other than those, I can't think those of Those are the only any... ones I wanted. Okay. Other than that, I can't think of any pair of off-whites where I looked at them and was like, oh, these look good. No. I don't know, man. It's, I'll just say this. It's not for me. I'll say that. It's not. There were a few people kind of kind of missing, you know, a few familiar faces kind of missing from the Met Gala. There was uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z weren't there. Was they Billy Porter off, there? Because uh, I know that nigga would have been on assignment. That man always dressed sharp. I, you know what's funny? I usually always look for him because he always, like, give you something fire. Um, I didn't see anything with him. All right, that, that's how I know he probably wasn't there. Because I did I did watch the red carpet. I'm one of those people who watch the red carpet. Because after that, what y'all do in the party, I don't give a shit. Like, I honestly don't right. care. I'm not going to go follow whoever, like, Megan Thee Stallion and see what they were doing. And she looked amazing. I She was giving me more, like, Marilyn Monroe with her little, or her dress. And it, it was giving very prom dress, though. It was giving very prom dress. Um... But there were a couple people who weren't there. Nicki Minaj was amongst some of the people who were who wasn't there. Because she um, had to be vaccinated, and she's not vaccinated. She's afraid her testicles might swell up and kill, kill, kill everything. Kill it, go ahead, run it, run it, Frank. Say everything. Go ahead. <laughs> How I'm gonna tell the story. Go ahead. Nah, go ahead. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> now you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm screenshotting tweets and shit, so I can, so I can, so I can get a get a message to the people. Now nah, you got it. Go ahead, go off, do your thing. Apparently, Nicki Minaj thinks that uh, getting a vaccine will make your nuts swell up because that's what her cousin in Trinidad told her. <laughs> and I quote: "She said, my cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. <laughs> his testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from his from getting married." Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it. Make sure you're comfortable with your decision and not bully. There's a couple of things with that. How did he know it made him impotent shortly thereafter? Because it takes a while for a man to realize that his swimmers ain't swimming. It ain't like... I highly doubt your nuts swell up and the first thing you do is go to the doctor and say, hey, let me check my sperm count. Hey, can I have kids? (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that works. Um, I'm more like, why are my nuts swelling up? <laughs> like, right. Can we talk about that for a second? First and foremost, and and the girl calling off the wedding, I don't care. You know what it gave me, though? The vibe it gave me? That nigga got an STD. That's the only thing that would make sense. And then again, I mean, we both took health in high school. Do you remember any one of those scary-ass pictures they showed us with swollen nuts? I don't know what STD would do that to you. A lot of a lot of times, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was looking at that shit through my fingers, like I don't want to see this shit. But I don't recall seeing that one. Man, those pictures are fucking horrible. I remember it was one the nigga I was fucked up, and that one always puzzled me because it's like, nigga, what the fuck were you doing with your eye? Like, was you sticking it in a booty hole or some shit? Like, how the fuck your Man. eye get fucked up? 
It's called pink eye, Frank. Pink eye, that's just nah, some that nigga. Matter. I went pink. That nigga had all kind of yellow pus busting out that shit. It was like Bill Cosby eye plus the pus, and it was horrible. I'm still curious to know what the fuck he was doing with that eye. Just me, me too. <laughs> um, she was having like this open forum kind of on on Twitter with her with her fans, you know, with the barbs, with the barbs. And uh, one of the barbs was like, you know, he had to go get vaccine. He had to go get vaccinated for his job and everything. And she. She was like, you know, a lot of countries are doing that. She said she definitely recommend that people would get the vaccine. You know, you got to feed your families. If your job is required, she says you should do it. Um, at no point did I say that no, at no point did Nikki say she was never gonna get the vaccine. I kind of want to make that clear because she even said, Hey, at the end of the day, I'm probably gonna have to, I'm gonna go on tour and I'm probably gonna have to be vaccinated to do so. Part of her hesitancy was like, she said Drake is vaccinated and he got COVID. She wasn't sure if she should do it. Now, clearly she was spreading misinformation. I, I Granted, granted, she was spreading misinformation. But people have used these couple of tweets. She's being used to, to propagate any, any view, right? You got the people who are hate anti-vaxxers. Ugh. People who hate anti-vaxxers and people who support... No, we're never going to get... We're never going to get vaccinated. Even though the people who... The talking heads who are doing that... Are likely already vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So they're looking as if they're coming to stand up behind her and they're saving Nicki Minaj. Like if you if you are going after Nicki, then you're not standing with us. Like she's just a free thinker and this and that. And then you have the other side, the the what's her name? Joy, Joy, Joanne Reed. She's on MSNBC. She tried to like, oh, like okay. she's literally she's the one who sparked it. The like, black lady. She went and got on there. I know what you're talking and, about. But Joanne Reed was one of the ones who who brought it to the forefront. And she was talking about how she's a fan of Nicki Minaj and she was disappointed in her, you know, spreading misinformation. Now, granted, she was. I, Nikki, I consider Nikki to be too smart to be spreading silly ass information like your testicles are gonna swell up and blow. Cause that's that. That has not been a side effect for anybody. Like, no one's heard that yet. I think we had a similar conversation about Kanye. Like, she's smart and a genius in her craft. It doesn't necessarily mean she's smart and a genius, period. She has the right to be ignorant, if that makes sense. However, yes, people in her position, people that have a platform as big as hers, aren't given much grace, grace. to be ignorant. So she's no different than the rest of us. She's just a great musician, which is, I mean, God bless her. You know what I mean? But I kind of, at the same time, I kind of feel for her because she doesn't know. She's, she says her opinion. And again, you don't know what you don't know. And yes, the information is out there. It's been out there for everybody for the past two years. But you can't expect everybody to read and take the same information you take in and do with it with what you do with it. Nah, we got to get to a point where we got to expect people to read. Like, reading... They've been telling us since we were children, reading is fundamental. True, but <laughs> how does she... But you don't know what she's reading, and you don't know how she's taking it in. That's the thing, because both sides are publishing information. Both sides are publishing... Whatever you read that helps you come to your conclusion, I promise you, there's somebody that's writing something contradicting everything you just read. So we don't Always. know what she's reading. Oh, and I agree. I agree with you. I think we need to get to the point where, and we said this with Trump, we said it with Kanye, and I hate to compare Nikki to that group, but we need to get to a point where we got to stop l looking to celebrities 
to be experts at everything. She's I great at her craft. She's an expert. Agree. Yeah, she's an expert at rapping. Nikki is fucking phenomenal at that. She's a performer. People will gravitate to her. She is. She has a personality that people gravitate to. That's what she's an expert at. Nothing else. I'm sure she can do other things. So she should cook, do this, do that, dance, do all that. But when it comes to that science shit, she's not the expert. The Fauci's. Th- those people are the experts. We did that with, with when people started listening to Trump. Like, we literally elected somebody who's... People elected Donald Trump because they thought he could run America like a business. And because he was good at business he could make the country prof- profitable. Yeah, the man that filed for bankruptcy seven times. Yeah, he's good at business, sure. Donald Trump is good at marketing businesses. Like, he's really good at marketing. I'll give him that. That dude can promote. That dude, because he's the only celebrity, well, he's the only president I've ever known that never stopped campaigning. That nigga campaigned throughout his entire presidency and still lost. <laughs> People don't, do we look at that? So how good is he at marketing then if he campaigned throughout his entire presidency and still lost? <laughs> well, at the end of the day, he's really good at making something really big. And then if like how many how many of his businesses have started? That nigga started a whole university. He's really good at blowing smoke up people's asses. But the thing about blowing smoke up people's asses is eventually they realize smoke is being blown up their ass. Like his book, exactly. Art of the Deal, he talks about doing shit like that. He ta- he brags about how he got people to invest in, in a casino when he had no money in it. Because what he did was he hired a contracting company and took them to an empty lot and said, hey, bring all your, your big equipment, your, your cranes and all that shit. And at this particular time, just cut everything off and just start doing shit. Start digging holes, start moving shit around, just do shit. And around that time, Donald Trump brought over potential investors and he was telling them, hey, look, I'm finna build this XYZ and blah, 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 blah. And people see the construction happening, well, at least they think the construction is happening. And they're like, oh yeah, this man, he's got something going. So they put money into it. Eventually the shit didn't happen and people eventually realized he was blowing smoke up their ass. And that's what he's good at. That's what the people elected. Super good at. Super good at. Real quick, back to the point that you were saying, though. I wholeheartedly agree. I don't like, especially media outlets like CNN, Fox News, uh, MSNBC, you name it. It annoys me to no end when the first thing they do is grab a celebrity and ask them about things that they aren't experts in. You have so many people that that study politics, that understand the ramification of certain policies being implemented, that understand um, the health risk with vaccines and other uh, things that's happening. People that study the Roe versus Wade and understand the different the different benefits that abortions and birth control have. You could talk to all these people. But who the first person you fucking grab? You grab Nicki Minaj. You grab a Kanye West. You grab, you try to even ask people LeBron James eyes, this shit. People who are going to put eyes on their program. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're going to put eyes on your program, but they're going to spread misinformation too. And at that point, like, who really wins? I, I guess the network exactly. really wins because y'all get the eyes, but the people ultimately lose, which isn't right. But they don't give a fuck about that. No, not at all. But Nicki, you of all people have the resources to find 
real answers. <laughs> please, please find them. And you got bigger shit to worry about than speaking publicly on this vaccine. And I'll just leave it at that. Well, I, I think part of this was to distract from all the shit going on with her husband and all the, the bullying they were doing to, to the girl who accused her, accused her husband of rape. They bullied the girl? That I didn't know about. Oh man, they've been. They were trying to bribe her. They were ex, like, this was a story a couple weeks ago that we didn't get to. Um, they were trying to like, they want her to recant because he has to. He can't do certain things. Like he can't go to a school. He can't pick up his kid. Um, he had to register as a sex offender in their house over in California. See that I like, know about, it, and he failed to do that, which is why he got arrested. Right. But she they want. They've been for years trying to get her to recant the 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 accusation so they could get that wipe from his record so he could go pick up it. Like like she's been and they've been offering her money. They offered her, I, I believe they offered her like half a mil. Um and she still said no. Let me tell you, if somebody offers you half a mil and you still said no, guarantee you you're not lying. Yeah. I mean to if they if they really wanted to play hard, but they should have they should have they should have offered fuck you money. Like money where you know, okay, if I take this amount of money, I ain't got to work ever again. I can move away and start a new... That's the type of money you offer. You don't offer half a mil. Half a mil is, I'm good for a couple years, but I still got to work. You got to offer somebody fuck you money for them to to do they, some shit like that. They were offering they were offering silly shit like, oh, you could bring your daughter to come meet me. I'll send her a happy birthday. Like, so, like what the fuck? I think a lot of that is to distract from all the shit that's going on with that. But whatever. One last thing I want to touch on. Um, I just want to tell Frank that he was completely wrong. Um, About what? Fat Joe came to the party. But uh, Ja Rule spanked that ass, my nigga. <laughs> Did you watch some of it? I caught some of it. I caught some of it. Ja Rule played hit after fucking hit after fucking hit. And I'm not saying Fat Joe don't got hits. But, they but just Fat Joe was playing certain Jaws shit. Yeah. He wasn't touching Ja Rule. Ja Rule reminded us that we really let 50, we really let 50 and the FBI really fuck up his whole career. I was about to say, it's more so the FBI than 50. 50 took advantage of what the FBI was doing because 50 could throw shot after shot after shot and it goes, um, it goes unanswered because murder, dude. They didn't have the money to respond. Not only did they not have the money to respond, like, them niggas was facing some serious... Dude, fair time? Like, ain't no parole in fair time. And at the time, if I understand correctly, Murder, Inc., they had a dude on their payroll that there was, there was working with somebody. I'm not saying they was doing illegal shit or, or whatever, but he was part of that group. And this dude was like a big-time dope dealer who... Um, he got arrested, but then he was back out. And when he came back out, he was hanging out with Irv Gotti and them. So then the feds tried to hit all of them up on like on a Rico shit. And when they do that, the feds stick their hand in anything yeah. that you touch. All money, everything it, stops. Yeah, bank accounts is frozen. All documents that got your name on it is seized. They're going through everything with the fine tooth comb. Dude, the lawyer fees that you got to... Uh, come up with the pay for a good attorney to defend you. Dude, that sucks you dry. That's why when they was done with that shit, when they came out the other end alive, it was already over. They didn't have the, the money from that. to pick up from where they left off. It's like, fuck, man, that's kind of losses. The money we make on the royalties on the shit we have out, you know, we'll 
we'll do okay with that. But at this point, it, 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 it'll be too much work to rebuild Murder, Inc. to what it was. So it's like they kind of count their losses. I'm like, man, fuck it. And 50 Cent took full advantage of that situation. And honestly, I, I understand. Because now it makes you look like top dog. Because Ja was top dog at that point. Yeah, and if you come in and you throw shot after shot and it goes unresponded, I mean, it was kind of a game. It, they kind of jumped him, though. Because it wasn't did, like he was just Because it wasn't just 50. It was... He was going back and forth with Eminem. He was like... It, yeah, it was he, 50 he got and G-Unit. It was Eminem. It, even Busta Rhymes threw in some shots at Ja Rule. Anybody that was associated with uh, Interscope... Aftermath. And Aftermath. There we go. And Shade. Yeah. So, yeah, he had to go up against a lot of people. Going after the top dog. And at the time, Ja was the top dog. And, and this versus proved when he was hot, that nigga was unstoppable. He could still put on a show, too. Like, his stage presence was still good. But I had a, I had a great time watching. He, You know, they brought out Lil Mo. They brought out Vita, who still was looking good. Slim, but, I mean, Vita was always slim, but she was looking good. Yeah. Um. Uh, Remy, of course. Of right. course. Jada Kiss, when they, when they finished it all out with New York. I yes. thought that was fire. But the 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 shining star of the night, I don't care what y'all say, was Ashanti in that black, in that black, uh, that black jacket she had on, and the way them thighs was thying out there in the world. Mm. Cause Ashanti had music with both of them. She did. But Ashanti Ashanti was why I was there. Okay. Now I love, I love a good Ja Rule song. I, I, this Fat Joe songs that remember I, it was one of my vibes of the week that sunshine, that yes. sunshine song that he has with uh with Rihanna, uh in the background, love that song, but I came to see how Ashanti was gonna shut it down, and she did. And she did. I I like I like how Fat Joe was playing it. He even bought her he even bought her and Remy like like some some Hermes bags. I thought that was dope. Yeah, nice way to. Nice way to, you know, floss your money. That wasn't the story coming out of that versus. We all knew Ja Rule was gonna was gonna wash Fat Joe, but Fat Joe had knew. to come out there and show up. Clearly, out. I didn't know. Everybody but Frank. Yes. If you saw, if you were paying attention, there were two people who were there who were in a relationship once upon a time. One of them had no business being there. The other one was there for a purpose. The one, the, yeah, Ashanti had every reason to be there. Absolutely. Nelly does have one song with Fat Joe. He came out for the chorus, and it was dope. I thought it was a it was a surprising moment. I was surprised that Nelly was there. But at one moment, after you know when they both were performing, Ja and, and everybody, Ja and Fat Joe were performing again. Nelly walked over to Shanti, and you know he hit her with that "Hey, can I get a hug?" Probably said, "Where my hug at?" <laughs> Where my hug at? She gave him a little, gave him a little church, little church. I, I, I honestly, from the vibe, it looked like that was the first time they was in the room together again. After all, these I'm willing years. to bet that's what it was. I'm pretty. You could tell in my head the scenario went like this: the Joe and Ja versus is announced. Nelly know he has something with Joe, so he calls, "Hey, let me holler at you. <laughs> you need me to come through and look out for you, cause like, he knows Joe and Ja has songs with Ashanti." If it's anybody that's going to come out and help out their artists, 
is going to be Ashanti because she can help out both people. It's damn near guaranteed if you're going to have... Other than Joe and Job being in that room, it's damn near guaranteed Ashanti is going to be there. So what does oh, we all do? That. He makes sure he's there. And I bet the whole time he looking across stage like, where's she at? Where's she at? Oh, there she go. Just going to buy my time. That nigga walked 50 meters for that hug. So, you know, niggas be snitching. So they recorded a video and he was like, hey, man, I think I should go over there. And he laughing with his whole boy like, hey, I should slide over there, huh? Nah. <laughs> like, really put the nigga on black. Like, you can see the build up. Like, he was, he was definitely wanted to just go there. You know, he want that old thing back. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, what's going on? How you? Yeah, this old boy's hype him up. Nah, I should go over there, huh? Nah. I bet I go over there. <laughs> they were like, man, go. Man, go. <laughs> Like high school. And that's what it felt like, man. That's what it felt. I honestly, because of the music came out during our high school, like it was it was a it was an all-around great time. I enjoyed that versus apparently it's a, it broke records. Um, you know the top versus was actually Ashanti and Keisha Cole. Number one all time? It was the number one tri- for Triller, at least it was the number one versus. Wow. And Ja Rule and Fat Joe broke that record. Really? Yeah. Wow. And Ashanti helped him. <laughs> of course she did. Did they announce what the next verse is going to be? I'm not sure, but there is rumors that JD, Jermaine Dupri, demanded him and him and Puff to go at it. And Diddy was like, man, you, you, your arm's too short to box with God. Literally right before we got on here, it was him, it was JD, Snoop, Diddy and Fat Joe all on 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 live on on Instagram. Right. And right as I was walking in, that's what I was watching when you called me and you was like you was ready to record. They was still going at it. Diddy was like, "Man, you can't even see me." Him and JD was going at it. I honestly, it kind of felt like a good build up. Like that's that's a versus I I I would love to see. Not taking a nothing from Dre, but Thinking about the type of music they produced and was a part of, I think JD and Puff would make a better matchup than Puff and Dre. Because they both made good party music. I think they could match each other a little better. Yeah, Puff keeps wanting to go one-on-one with Dre. Like, he keeps bringing that up. He's like, it's the only person I'm going to go out to. And Snoop was on there. He was like, hey, I'll ask him one more time. But this is what I want to see. That's what Snoop was saying. This is what I want to see. I think JD will make a better matchup. I think it'd just be a more fun time. On that note, give me an old school vibe of the week. Lil Wayne, this Sunday, hanging with y'all made me realize how much I miss y'all. So my old school vibe is Lil Wayne, I miss my dogs. Remember that song? Man, I'm in my dog. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nah, that's about that, 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 that Carter 2. Yo, Carter 2? Carter 1? Carter 2? I think that's Carter. I think that's Carter 2. Yeah. Okay. I could be wrong. That's what's up. I know uh, Tito's going to correct me on Monday, so Tito, let me know. Which one was it? Carter 1 or Carter 2? I'm waiting on you. Yeah. It's always a nigga ready to correct us. Oh, yeah. We're always wrong. Hey, we just talking, guys. Um, <laughs> so today, as we record uh, Tank's, all of Tank's albums that were part of that black, that black ground music was recently released. And some of my favorite, my favorite Tank album is Sex, Love, and Pain. And I haven't been able to listen to it since I lost my CD or I no longer have a CD player to play it. But 
this particular album was finally released, Tank blessed it because he was the one who promoted it. So therefore, I decided to listen to it. And man, I remember why I love beginning to end love that album. So the song I'm putting out there as my old school vibe of the week is called My Heart by Tank. It's about just a guy, you know, a good, good classic R&B song about a guy missing his lady. Talking about how he still got his pictures right next to that bed, still smelling the perfume that, you know, she used to wear. Y'all know me. I'm an R&B ass nigga. That's what I do. All right, Frank, give me a new school. Have you heard the song Lonely with the Baby and Lil Wayne? No. I don't listen to the baby. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> okay. Not telling you to listen to the baby. I won't. Is that the one with the new video? Yeah. I just want you I to... heard 50 Cent. I saw 50 Cent had a comment said it was the best video. It was the best song about mental health ever. I wouldn't go there. However, <laughs> I, would, I, wouldn't go right there. I wouldn't go there. But Wayne is rapping like he's inspired again. Man, he nigga, has been lately. That nigga he is has been snapping. Lately. He sounded like mixtape Wayne again, where it's like when you hear him and you just make the ugly face, like, nigga, where the fuck is this coming from? Nigga, let he, me tell you. He, he nice. He. he it's to me. It started on the Seeing Green song with Nicki and Drake. Right. I thought he. I thought Wayne came to deliver the song that he has on Drake's new album with with Ross, the the You Only Live Twice song. I thought Wayne came and killed that shit. So I I think Wayne's now back in his back. Yeah, understand that dude went on a five year hiatus. You're like any. Anybody in any sport, you take a five-year hiatus, it take you a while to get back into shape. And I think he back into shape. My new vibe of the week is Girls Want Girls by Drake and Lil Baby. I don't know where I'm going to go this weekend, but I want to hear that wherever I go. You in Miami, bro. Girls do like girls where you're from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, man. I swear, man, COVID has fucked up so many songs that could have been just... Amazing in the right venue. Girls like girls. Girls like girls. That I'm too sexy song that you don't like, but in the right venue, that shit's gonna ring off. That shit is trash, but I, I hear I hear it rings off. Um, the songs Megan came out with in the summers, bruh, COVID fucked up so many good vibes. It did. It did. And the rest of you motherfuckers don't know how to sit your ass down and socially distance, but it, it, whatever. It is what it is. What you getting into this weekend, man? Um, I'm home this weekend. I'm chilling. What about you? No, I'm gonna I'm try to get into something. I feel like I feel like I feel like before the Miami summer officially ends, I feel like I got to get one good brunch in with some bright colors on. Um, maybe a maybe a pastel, maybe a powder blue or something. I gotta I gotta figure it out. But I feel like I got to get one good one good brunch in. Can never go wrong with powder blue. But on that note. You got anything else you want to bring to the table? Of course you don't. Ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, welcome. I mean, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table, and we chop it up. I'm your host, Marvin, a.k.a. Young Saint, a.k.a. Y'all done got enough of me. I ain't doing no more of these. And the man to the right of me can only be. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you on that. I be who I say I be who else but me to F and F and D is Frank. Chop it up. Yeah, we chopped it up. Uh, 
Y'all can email us at the Samurai Professionals Podcast at gmail.com. Y'all can hit us up with any questions, comments, or even topic suggestions. I'm curious to hear your opinion. What is worse, seeing your spouse light up when they see somebody from their past or seeing them get angry when they see somebody from their past? I'm curious to know what y'all think of that. I thought that was a good question Marvin brought up. Y'all can reach me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at I Can Only Be Frank. And where can they reach you, Marvin? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Marvin X Adams. This has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. Peace. Peace.